Good morning, everybody. It's Michelle. I am coming to you one last time from Asuncion, Paraguay. I am getting ready to board a shuttle to go to my first flight. Uh, I'll have four different planes, uh, about 30 hours of travel, and I just wanted to make sure I got a post in today. So as I was thinking what I wanted to share with you today, I, I got to tell you, I've got a huge long list of things that have happened this week that I would love to share with you. And uh, honestly, as I was kind of packing up my things, there was one thing that stuck in my brain. Um, so last night, as kind of a, a thank you to everybody and for being here and for helping to uh, transform Paraguay, the organizers put together a private concert. Uh, some of you will know that from a couple nights ago, we had a, a large event here with about 10,000 people in a church, uh, and there was a band that played. It was all young kids. Uh, and they used instruments that are made from garbage. Uh, the particular part of, of the country that they live in, um, all of the garbage is basically sent to that town. Okay, So they are literally living in a garbage dump. And over time, they have uh, developed a system for making instruments. So there were violins, there were drums, there was a cello, which was beautiful, uh, bass drum, uh, there was a horn of some sort, there was a flute, I'm sure I'm missing something, uh, but it was like a full orchestra. Now, they played on the big stage in front of 10,000 people, and then the organizers who brought us in to do trainings uh, had them come in and do this private viewing for us. Uh, it was amazing. So uh, he went through and he told the story of you know, how they came about and the, the vision or the mission or, or the values, whatever you want to call it, um, is kind of wrapped up into the statement that he had, all, all the kids have on their sh the back of their shirt. It says, just because you have nothing doesn't mean you can do nothing. And so their mission is to show the world, it doesn't matter where you are, what's going on, who you are, um, doesn't matter your circumstances or conditions, you can make choices and you can have a better life. Now, uh, so what happened last night was as they were giving this, this private viewing uh, and he was telling the story and he was kind of, you know, making all these jokes about the instruments, it was great fun. And then there came a time where he said, hey, is there anybody in the room who you've had this lifelong passion for learning how to play the violin, but you just never got to do it. And immediately, a guy in the front row shot his hand up. And he, so the organizer called him up. He said, come on, come on. Now, this happened to be my good friend, Aldo. Now, Aldo comes, uh, he was born in Chile, uh, but he lives in Canada now. And Aldo is 67 years old. And he said, I've always wanted to, but I just never got the chance. And so they uh, brought him up. They kind of gave him a quick little tutorial uh, and had him play, you know, a couple things. And before you knew it, he was playing his part. And then the whole orchestra came around him and played the rest of the, the music. It was an amazing moment. So here's Aldo on the verge of tears and, and smiles. And, you know, he's not obviously not proficient, right? But he is a part. And after all of that was done, you know, there were several things that popped into my mind. One, just continuous learning, right? I mean, that you're that old and you're like, yes, I want to do this, right? And he was like adamant and very quickly. Um, 
but then the other part was just how, you know, we're all trying to learn new things sometimes, aren't we? And the power of those kids who are way farther than Aldo on this journey to just come around him and kind of engulf him. He got to be a part of something beautiful, but they didn't look at him differently because he didn't know. So that, that was amazing. Uh, and then at the end, the orchestra leader said, you know, uh, Aldo has come from Chile. He lives in Canada, but he has uh, realized his dream here in Paraguay with a piece of trash. And I thought, oh, isn't that good? And, you know, as I've been here this week and, you know, just seeing a different side of things, um, I was even sharing with somebody this morning, we had this highlight reel, right, from the, from the week and, and uh, lots of pictures of just working with, with teachers and students. And uh, I remember thinking last night, wow, you know, the pictures up here, they look like they come from a really nice school. And nice not as in like U.S. nice, okay? Uh, nice as in like they had tile floor, right? Uh, and, and the schools that I went to didn't even have that. Um, the schools that I went to had uh, dirt floors. Uh, some of them had tents for classrooms. Um, now, still, they were amazing. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not talking down about them at all. Um, and and the, these teachers that I worked with, you could tell they were trying to put everything they could into these students. And it just really gets me thinking, you know, coming from the education background, how much you put stock into certain things, you know, like I will hear teachers say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've got to go out and buy everybody crayons this year. Why can't parents just buy their kids crayons? And I understand that. I totally understand that. And I do not want to discount that. And I look at this group and I think they're learning a lot, even without crayons, right? And, and it makes me think about the idea that oftentimes when we see ourselves, we're only aware of like what's in front of us, right? Um, we only see this is my current reality and we, we, we think uh, low of ourselves because we want to do more, right? When in reality, you know, if we were to really kind of look around, and I'm not a fan of comparing, I'm just saying getting a different perspective, Instead of saying, I can't do this with this, what if you ask yourself, what can I do? This is the current reality. What can I do? That's what I see here all over the country. Man, I would love that attitude to catch on in the U.S. And so as, as Aldo jumped up to, to play this violin, he wasn't thinking, oh, I can't do it. I'm not skillful. Oh, my gosh, look at all these people. They're looking at me. No, he was thinking, here's my chance. And he trusted. And I got to tell you, I've talked to him again this morning, and he's still beaming about the whole thing. And he doesn't even realize the impact that he had on all the people in that room. I've had conversations with other people. One, one guy in particular was telling me that, you know, he, he's a, a very strong, masculine guy. And he said, man, I was in tears just thinking about everything that just happened with Aldo and how he was just in it, right? So I guess I share all of this with you, not only to share it with you part of the story of, of be, me being here, but really to get you thinking about a couple things. 
when was the last time you tried something for the first time? And listen, it doesn't have to be going back to school or something like that, but it can be a new recipe or taking a different route to work or tying your shoes differently, right? But, but breaking out of your set patterns and habits and saying, let's try something different. You know, when you come to a, a different country, I've been here in Paraguay for I don't know how many days now. And at, on the first day, I was very suspicious of the food, right? Because it's not food like I know. Um, and then as the days progressed, I was just like, yep, give me a little bit of that, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what's in it. Tastes good. Yep, there you go, right? Uh, so I feel like this whole week has been all new, right? You don't have to go to a foreign country to do something different, but you got to do something different. And then what is your plan for continuous growth? Do you have one? If not, I highly suggest that you come up with your own plan. And it doesn't have to be a whole year-long plan like some people do. You can just say, you know what, for this week, what's my plan to grow? And then the last thing is really just, when were you the part, a part of something greater than yourself? That's the one thing that I so appreciate about this week. Um, there's so many different highlights. And yet I, I just am so amazed that I get to be a part of something so much bigger than me. And sometimes as I go about my work, especially as a, um, a consultant, a trainer, somebody who's kind of out there doing my own thing, I can get wrapped up in, you know, this is my plan and, and, and get the stuff done. And this was an amazing opportunity just to be here and be a part of something and know that the whole part is adding to this country. So I hope that gives you some uh, things to chew on, to think about today. Uh, again, I'm, I'm jumping on some, some planes today. I have no idea what I'm going to encounter. That's part of the fun, right? Uh, yes, I do have some, some apprehension in me, I will be honest. And you know what? I'll figure it out because I figured out how to get here. We'll figure out how to get home, right? That's how it goes. So with that, I'm, I'm going to release you all into the wild. Go forth. You know what? Love yourself today because you are lovable. And love others today because you are loving. All right? We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.